Welcome to CGN's Pixels and Ink Game of the Year podcast. Yay! Part Yay. one. Yay! It's two parts. Woo! Because we're all on holiday. Yay. Even though there's no winter here, apparently. No, it's like summertime. I'm, I'm walking around in a t-shirt, and yeah. it's like fine. It's Canada. We have no snow, and it's Christmas time. It's, it's Toronto. We're guys. We got Canada. like feet upon feet of snow out here. Well, oh, well. <laughs> Brendan has snow for the rest of us. All right, so I'm going to introduce you to the people that are here, and then I'm going to take off because I have Star Wars to see and work to do. Cool. Woohoo! Yeah. In that order? In that order. So That's the right order. That is the right order. So across from me, we have Brian Calhoun. Hello. Our, one of our writers who pops up every now and again. He's yeah. been on podcasts a few times. You were on last year's Game of the Year podcast. Was it last year? I... You brought that horrible chocolate soda, so yes, it was. Wow. <laughs> that sounds good, though. I want to try no. it. I had a disgusting PB&J Jones soda, and I regret it. Like, it was from uh, it was a President's Choice brand, so like you'd only get it at Loblaws, but they haven't brought back. Is it the decadent one they made? Yes, I remember that. It was disgusting. And it and the funny thing was I brought a whole bottle here for everyone to try, made everyone drink it. Yes. Uh, various reactions. Luckily, I did not have to consume any of it. <laughs> got away, got clear. You're a good and, friend, Brian. And no one called me on it. <laughs> you didn't drink any of it? No. This year you brought actual chocolate. Thank you. I yeah. made you walk around the table to drink it. Yeah, you did. It was that's disgusting. how much. That's how much I forced it down people's throats. Hey, you know what? I had experience and you didn't. It so. sounds better than PB&J, I'll tell you that much. It was. Mm-hmm. Food shouldn't be a pop. Well, I know. Neither of them sound like delicious beverages. Yeah, I mean, it's no Doritos, but, you know, it comes close. Yeah. We also have Lisa Mior with us today. Hi, everybody. Mior. Who's been on podcast once or twice before. Yeah. And we've dragged her on. <laughs> yeah, man. Kicking I try to screen. get her in every time you're not here because we need that, like, well, we have good Jordan, Y chromosome. He would be here all the time if he could. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm setting up a cot in the back. Exactly. I'm just going to live here. And joining us by Skype, we have Brendan Quinn, who I'm pretty sure is just on podcast so he can argue with you, Jordan. I think so, and I hope so because I miss I miss those days. I do. My basic job is just to put Jordan in his place and keep things civil. Uh, there you go. Try to, at least. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. And a little bit later in the program, Leanne is also going to be joining us, but she's stuck in traffic. Ah, boo. All City right, traffic. Jordan, you're going to be the host this time? The hostess with the mostest. Yep. Good luck. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Mel. Enjoy Bye. Star Wars. Bye, Mel. Do we start with a toastus? Uh, yeah, you want to do some? I don't want to boast. Like, oh. Okay, stop. It's getting out of hand now. <laughs> Are you saying this is grossness? <laughs> okay. Anywho, so... What we got right here for us is a little uh, game of the year style games. Um, we got. Uh, we're gonna start it off with uh, some of the nominees. We're gonna look at uh, some of the various genres we have: family, racing, multiplayer, etc. And uh, I feel like you know we're just gonna let it be nice and loose and nice and uh, and play it by by ear and see how we feel about some of these nominees before we talk about what actually won, and then we can uh, see how we feel about that. Oh, speak of the devil. That's not the devil. Oh, well. Oh, guys, stop talking about me. I'm not even there. Listen. That is, I'm not even going to argue with that. That's true. <laughs> Hi. So, you missed my awesome introduction. I won't do it again because our listeners don't need to hear it. Liar. Uh, pulling a Hillary Clinton. With my introduction. Uh, what, what, did, what did Hillary do these oh, days? She sh- no, she showed up really late. Well, she was late after the washroom break. A five-minute washroom break because the men's washroom was located significantly closer to the stage. Oh, that's hilarious! The ladies' room, and so she had to come on while Bernie Sanders was answering a question, and she just kind of walked in, total black or white. Sorry, and the thing resumed. It was that's amazing. A surprisingly human moment. That's pretty. That's pretty great. Good on. Uh, good on Hill for that one. Maybe she wasn't. Uh, maybe she was getting a sneaky uh, BJ in the back. You know, like uh, like husband, like wife. No, no, that didn't pan out well. Okay, whatever. No. That was a good try. 
All right. Swing and miss. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? <laughs> Not so. so Donald Trump, everybody. Yeah. I mean, what's... Is he still in that thing? Yeah. He's schlong today. Oh. He? Dude, yeah. he's got like 42% of rating, man. He's going to win. Is Rob Ford like his like manager? His Maybe. For, for saying that? I mean, Just... he, he has to have some sort of campaign manager, and I have no idea who it is, but if he's... If that's the quality we're getting, it has to be Rob Ford. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's the same campaign manager under that that impression or that idea of just say anything to stay in the news, like because that's what I mean. That's that's why I'm scared he's gonna win because the only thing people are talking about these days is Trump and all the ridiculous shit that he's saying. So people are wondering what that noise is. Bye, I'm back. I don't know what what, uh, you, you, even... you got cut off because the um, the lab or the tablet that we're using to host you here uh, went into sleep mode. Maybe we should turn that off. Sorry, I'm a ginger. We disrupt electric currents. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh. Well, it's yeah. Just just tap it every now and again. Okay. All right. So kicking it off, we are going to discuss the nominees in the family category. Now, family is a weird category to me because I've I assume because you don't have one. Whoa, Don't that was delicious. It's not very nice. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> family games to me, it sounds weird because, like, I don't really know what it means. Like, is it a game that you should play with your family or is it something that's, like, safe for the whole family? Can we just I agree? would assume the latter, really. I well, think the, it means... E for everybody. But then that's weird because some of these yeah. games, like, well, because I remember this is, like, the Game of the Year or the, the, like, the Game Awards thing that actually put Mario Maker in the family category. And it's like, Mario Maker, as soon as you load it up, says, play this game by yourself with no distractions because people will, like, mess up your creative abilities. And also, Mario Maker's not technically a game, but... Well, it's got game elements. You can play the levels you make. Yeah. So you can play Mario. I, so. really, I really liked this category just because it is so challenging to make a game that everyone in the family can play. And I feel... You know what else I feel? I feel like Disney Infinity shouldn't be there because no one in your family wants to play it because your parents are just going to resent it for making you drop like $1,000 on those stupid figures. <laughs> this is the ongoing. I'm a big Toys to Life fan. Everybody knows it. I'm like, yay, everything. Oh, I, d I didn't think I'd get into Amiibos until I got way too into Amiibos. And How could you not think that? You're like the exact target. Because they're like 15 bucks a piece, and I don't want to drop all that money on Amiibos, and now I got like 30 of them. Okay, exactly. I don't want to call you out, but you're wearing a hat that says Mario on the top. Yeah, of it. but it's because I respect <laughs> my boy. We come from the same land, and, you know, and we have the same basic Japan? aesthetic. No, Scarborough. Because you're a shill, oh. that's why. <laughs> oh, it's because we're, we're both short and paunchy and have mustaches. Also, so, there's I mean, a Yoshi like, yeah, and the there's, side. Yeah, and there's a Majora's Mask pin on the so side. So how the heck could you not know you were going to get deep into... Because they're dumb little toys that didn't seem to do anything really significant to the game, and they're also 15 bucks a piece. But they're cute. I know, and, and they're awesome. And I got I just bought a shulk last week, so... Well, I mean, so, the yes. Disney Infinity Star Wars pack that just came out is one of the few raised ways people can buy a Rey figure from Star Wars The Force Awakens for their little girl. Yeah, They're selling true. out everywhere, and it's guaranteed in the playset. So, I mean, or I their little boy. It's 2015. Yeah, let's be yeah, progressive. Let's include right. everyone. But okay. it's the people who are yelling at me on Twitter. Are people, I can't find Rey <laughs> for my little girl. Like, I can personally do something about their shopping woes. I don't go to Walmart. Go, yeah, go to Toys R Us and buy it for them and then yeah. mail it to yeah. them. Yeah. Actually, I, don't I go to Toys R Us. I was at Toys R Us last night. It is not a friendly yeah. scene. Oh, no. I used uh, to do ugh. that with Masters of the Universe fans. I stopped because there is no winning when you become someone's toy drug dealer. <laughs> they are never happy. I no, believe the never term is toy pusher. Toy pusher. That sounds something very different yeah. in my world. That sounds like an internet shock site. 
you know, toy pusher dot lemon party dot. Oh, God. Oh, why did you have to bring lemon party into this? Yeah. Well, so I we was stop talking about shilling. With me, it was nice and fun, and then you made it dark. <laughs> That's, I'm a ginger. Yeah. That's what I mean. We're, we're in the family nominees, okay? Yeah, this well, is a mean, really weird turn. So why don't you tell us about some family games? Okay, so we got on the list nominated. We got Disney Infinity, Lego, Jurassic World, Tearaway, Unfolded, and Splatoon. Discuss. Now, I haven't played Splatoon, but it looks like fun, and the whole internet was going nuts over it. What's I, uh, what's I a general consensus Splatoon. over there? I split. I discounted Splatoon because no split screen. Yeah, it, and the split, oh, no, really? the, the split screen sucks balls. Like it's so yeah. lame. Yeah, split screen. I think some interactive component where everybody can play together in a game is essential to me in a family game. Yeah. And I thought Tearaway Unfolded did it interestingly because of the tablet tie-in. I don't know if anybody else had a chance to play, yeah. with, play with that uh, uh, No, feature. but like the thing... Oh, wait, are we still talking about Splatoon? Sorry, Mel had no, to well, whisper we something. Well, we sort of were family games. We were saying Splatoon, you know, the split screen. It was non-existent for me. Well, yeah, bec- like... And my, my problem with it wasn't so much that, like, in what they tried to do with it, because I tried to play it with my brother at one point, uh, just to try to, like, introduce him to what Splatoon was all about. And it's just, it's the only multiplayer mode that they made for the one-on-one sucks. Like, it's not competitive. You don't really, like, there's no emphasis on killing each other. There's not even an emphasis, like, in the main game where it's, like, trying to paint the most ground 1v1. Like, you just shoot at balloons and try to get more balloons than the next guy. Like, it's boring. But, like, you actually get into the online mode. Quinn, I'm not not lying to you, man. It's the most fun I've had with a shooter in a long time. I was going to say that. Don't get me wrong. Splatoon, great game. Oh, my God. Just not for the family category. Splatoon's my favorite shooter of the year, but we'll get to that. In in so like, and that's what I said, like, in so far that, yeah, it's safe for the whole family, and it's that kind of game that I think that both, like, kids and adults can enjoy, like, alike because it's safe enough and it's not... Um, hard enough for kids to get into, but it sort of reevaluates the 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 rules of. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm not gonna. Say We're getting that a note here, folks. That's, I'm gonna get into that when we talk about that. So we're just gonna talk about nominees. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry, little editor's note there. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't touched any of the Lego stuff, so I, I couldn't really comment yeah. on that. Not since, like, Lego, I think Indian Jones was the last one I played. But those were fun for different reasons. They were just silly little, like, action games. But they haven't changed that much over the years. I mean, they've done some weird things with cameras, but the formula for a Lego game is pretty much the same it's been for the last five years or Except so. Except how they play is really hit or miss. I mean, Lego Batman plays amazing. Some of the other Lego games play terrible the second player ai <laughs> makes you yeah. die all the time so they're, uh, they're hit or miss and they were never the type of games i didn't play with other people though that's the thing it's like you always had an extra person play with because they were just i feel like they were that kind of fun game that you wanted to play with another person except for the lego movie game which was just a weird yeah thing, the which, stupid tie-in thing yeah i haven't got into lego world or lego dimensions, dimensions um but th- i know that's another like and I felt that it was a weird thing because they sell the like Lego dimensions things separately. I thought you'd just be able to buy a big box of Lego and put it all together and then put that into your game. But apparently I'm wrong. I, I know this isn't like a marketing, like a core discussion here, but Warner Brothers has got to get better on communication with products like that because nobody can explain that game. Yeah. I mean, they need to get better on a lot of things, but... But like I said, I'm digressing. But yeah, my pick for that was Tearaway Unfolded. I loved it. Had a great time. I had little kids doing the folded paper thing. My husband liked mucking around with the app while I was playing. And it's a good one 
for if there's one person in the family who is so much better at games than everyone yeah. else, everyone can participate. It can be a family activity <laughs> because of that tablet app where you can mm-hmm. make stuff to pop in the game. But you don't all have to be awesome at platforming and puzzle solving to participate. And that's what I really liked about it's, it. Oh, I guess, I guess when did... Uh Little Big Planet Three came out a long last time ago. Year. There last was, year, yeah. yeah, it's been. Yeah. A, I feel like that's that's like the only other. Pretty real sure the game other Tearaway came out uh, between now and when the last. And that was a Vita one, right? That yeah. was like. Vita, yeah. I think Tearaway came out first, and then Little Big Planet Three came out. But Little Big Planet Three wasn't Media Molecule. It was a, a farmed out game. Yeah. yeah. It was cute though. I mean, they're all cute and yeah. fun in their own little way. Uh, Disney Infinity has its charm as well. I mean, the way they made all the physics move like plastic i found super fun okay you're in star wars but you're in star wars toys yeah i I just i still don't get it i tried it like months ago and i just couldn't like get my handle on it like i couldn't i didn't understand how to build stuff i wasn't sure like what the limits of it were it didn't seem to lay that out very well i just i I, I saw people having a lot of fun with it, and I didn't understand why I wasn't having fun with it. Plus, I was just waiting for, like, the Tron set to become a real thing, because I wasn't going to get into it until Tron was, like, an actual, like, you can go to the store and get the Tron playset and build the grid. Yeah, it, it's it's a very open-ended game. It It is built... It is not a family game. It is built for kids. Yeah. And that's the thing. It is built for kids who have aged out of Skylanders. So okay. around 10, going up to 14, the game's designed to sort of delay childhood so that there's enough play value for an old it, older kid, uh, but they're not getting into the blood and gut shooters. And yeah. that's why they got... Uh, who was it? Ninja Theory that redid the combat? For, um, oh really? For, yeah. Oh wow. And so there's some pretty decent for like some of the Star Wars stuff and some yeah, yeah that that, made, that would make sense. Stuff. Yeah, and but it of, is I guess the Marvel stuff too. It is a way harder game to get into compared to Skylanders because the degree of difficulty is is up a notch. So mm-hmm. yeah, there there is a bit of a you know coming in for a landing and you have to muck around. There's no right uh, way to play the Disney Infinity games. They're designed like, to hey, I'm going to this mission. Wait, what's that squirrel? Yeah. You know. It's like it's like Disney's Mario Maker before Mario Maker came out. In 3D. Of. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the toy box really is the mode that And that's what I wanted to play around most with, but I do like I couldn't get the feel for it. Like I couldn't I didn't understand like what a lot of the rules were. And some of the tutorial stuff like wasn't super intuitive and really put me out of it. That's interesting. Well, it might be because it's intuitive perhaps for a nine-year-old. Congratulations, yeah. you're mature. <laughs> I don't know how often Damn. anyone in this but room gets That's the one that. time my brain has been too advanced <laughs> to get into a game. Yeah. In, in, in what little way it can be advanced yeah. like that because, yeah, Brian's looking at me with such contempt right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that, am I, so am I. This is actually just the way I normally look. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. This Good. is just me. As, as, long, as, as long as it's a baseline, yeah. I've run out of things to say about family games myself okay. so i'm just sitting on. here waiting for the next category all right yeah let's move on because yeah you yeah guys... me too all right so we're into uh so racing who won the family category by the way before uh, we move on do we want to do we want to say a uh, second pocket okay yeah so we're gonna say it so okay. we're gonna wait we're gonna wait with bated breath and anticipation so mm-hmm. as you see you guys um but we totally already know well yeah we know yeah because we're the knower of things brendan yeah. might not know because brendan doesn't know shit Oh, right there, little we're, fella. We're getting a note. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. That's a good. That yeah, that's a good point. I should have done that. So, well, you know, living. This is how we. This is how we learn. That's a good point. Um, get to know. business things. We're ah. talking lots of business. Okay, so racing games. Um, 
you know, gotta go fast. Mm-hmm. Gotta go fast on speed. So turn left the, a lot. Yeah, turn left, <laughs> turn right, drift, Tokyo drift styles. Um, you know, slipstream and all that jazz. Uh, monster and you know. Drink, you're running out of things to say, stuff. Well, you know, I'm just waiting for someone to jump in. <laughs> I, I picked Forza. I liked Forza just because it's so pretty at Crash. Uh, I mean, can we, can we is... have a clarification, though? Which Forza? Oh, the Forza Motorsport yeah. 6. Forza no. Motorsport 6. Oh, okay. Forza the one Motorsport with the 6. rain. That's because the nice rain effects. Uh, there, w- there was two Forza games yeah. this year. The other one being the Fast and the Furious. Uh, presents Forza Motorsports Horizon something or other. Like yeah, that. yeah, I I don't know. It didn't make the list. What we got on the list right now is Forza, just yeah. period. Forza um, Six, Project yeah, Forza Cars, awesome. and we have Need for Speed. Now I picked Need for Speed because that game was awesome. Really? Uh, oh yeah. You know what? I don't know because you and I, I are about to have words because I am <laughs> agree with Brendan on this one. Um, it. We I never saw one single problem with that game when we played it. We played it on PS4 and Xbox One. Didn't have a single problem with frame rate, with like glitching, anything like that. The what FMVs were amazing. Uh, even multiplayer, we had no problems. We got into races lightning fast, like six people races, no lag, no frame rate drops. Like I don't, and that's why we didn't understand where a lot of this like talk about how bad the game was was coming from. Were those? People in that were actual people in that race. Yeah, that yeah, so, we, they had names. So you are you sure they that they names. were not like some sort of Dravatar thing? No, oh, they, okay. they 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 were people. So you obviously had a different experience. Well, well he had the same experience that a lot of people said okay. they had. That there was a. So you with, guys are the exception of the rule, then, Jordan. Apparently, You're... yeah, we didn't break the game somehow. Uh, <laughs> listen, I do not know how it happened or why, but my biggest problem with the Need for Speed game that came out this year was the same as I had with the last one. That I had a problem getting people together to race with me online. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of was just doing their own little thing, yeah. and it seemed like that was an issue that um, it's it's Ghost Games now that's doing Need for mm-hmm. Speed. It's an issue that Ghost Games didn't seem to fix. So uh, I'm not saying that you guys are incorrect. I just didn't have that experience yeah, you guys had, and that's 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 what I mean. Like so many people have said that, but no, we just we just went to like just random race spots. Got into a race and it like between like two to six people. We just they just set it up and we never seemed to have a problem with it. And we didn't understand where all this talk was coming from. I mean, for me, it was more like because again, like I don't really care about the multiplayer and a lot of stuff. So like even just the single player experience of Need for Speed, I thought stood above. And it was it was those FMVs, man. Those just took me right back. They were campy as all hell, but they were amazing. Yeah. But you love campy, don't you? Oh, I love camp. I mean, yeah. all the dude bros and the fist bumps and everyone drinking and toasting monster energy drinks. and They seem oh, like the worst. That was the stuff that I went, can I play a game with actual monsters in it, please? Oh, God. I enough of this in the real world? No, there, oh, were, no. there were actual monsters in that game. It was the people that you were actually sitting around the table with. Well, yeah, yeah. but you and know they what were I mean? Like, garbage like, human no, beings. No, this reminds me of some <laughs> of my in-laws. Next game, please. Oh. Fantasy World. Wow, so in-laws. cheese. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's nice to get out of that fantasy once in a while, and I I agree with you. I mean, for the, just for the FMVs alone, it was so much fun. Right, just for that. It's like a Saturn up in here. And I think it, your problem your problem may have had. To, I don't know. It for me. I've actually it, hanged around people that really are into cars, and those were n- nothing like the no. people I've met before. <laughs> yeah, no. Who are like really into cars. <laughs> You want, you want you want oh, me? Then we hang out with very different car people. Let <laughs> yeah. me tell you. No, Listen, but there are different 
types of car people. Yeah. Like there are. If you're into the import stuff, it's a yeah. very different scene than it was very. I feel reason. like it, it was, was it was the idea of people who were into cars, like in the early 2000s when the first like Need for Speed movie or yeah. the first like Fast and the Furious movie came out, and it was all that dude bro culture, yeah. you know, muscle shirts and and you know. All that nonsense, and now, that's what made me love it. Oh, Today, those no. people hang out in a Home Depot parking lot waiting yeah. for everybody to leave. No, no, Tim Hortons. Yeah, exactly. Tim Hortons. Canadian Tire. It's Canadian Tire. <laughs> no. no, Canadian Tire makes you leave. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you want to see some nice Need for Speed action, the Home Depot off of Caledonia, once everyone else is gone, there are a lot of fast cars pulling some laps around that massive parking lot. I'm oh, man. Just, maybe just, you might want to drive by that well, place at 2 o'clock in the morning. They go there, and then they meet up at the Tim Hortons on Highway 7. Have their oh no! There's yeah. a Tim Hortons right there. Yeah, because Jordan, are you the only Italian that is isn't into this kind of thing? Uh, I, I, admittedly, I used to be into this when I was in grade school. I used to um yes, be yes. very much, you know, into the uh, the Kappa track suits and the Momo <laughs> rims oh, and oh, the so Honda Jordan, Civics. It's an Italian rite of passage. You yeah, had yeah, had to. Invicta backpacks yeah, and the, yeah, yeah, you know, so pumping your beats. Oh yeah. <sighs> So. Was it the Adidas footwear back then? I, I can never keep that. Yeah, track. we had Adidas, but I don't think no, that. No, not so much. It was that, Kappa. But yeah, Kappa, well, Kappa. I mean, Kappa, okay. Kappa wasn't big in the shoes at that point. It was more the Kappa track suit, no, and then yeah, you could was, wear Adidas shoes. It was the Adidas shoes. It was shoes. Pumas. They were all wearing Pumas. Yeah, yeah, Pumas too. So, yeah, that was me. We had, mm. you know, and I had the spiked hair and the and the sweatbands. And the, Your uh, Bloom and Onion haircut? Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Mm. We did it all. I can see why you became a recluse that only plays video games. Well. <laughs> I found my people, man. All right, so moving on. We're moving out of the racing genre. We're pulling up our... We never uh, really talked about Project Cars, though. Oh, you want to talk about Project yeah, Cars? Yeah, just talk about Project Cars. On. Um, I didn't play it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. play it. Kind, play it. Uh, an attempt at simulation racing, kind of like Forza and um, you know the games of that level, Uh Went in a slightly different direction in terms of like unlocking cars. Um, cars were not really the focus in that game, and I felt like it did a lot of like things really right. But at the end of the day, it didn't really shine, so it kind of just became lost. It was another mm-hmm. title on the wall for most people. See, this um, is my but I, I just want to give it some props. Yeah, it did it did racing very well. Thing about the whole racing genre in an, like overall lately is that games about cars should be about cars. And I mean, yeah. the physics of cars and the, the driving in water, driving in sand, you know, driving in hot conditions. I want that. I want that fantasy, mm-hmm. not hanging out with assholes. And yeah. <laughs> Here, here's the thing that I love about the racing uh, sort of genre is that there's not another genre that I can think of that really gives you that diversity of gameplay. If you want to do something very arcadey, you can easily find that. If you want to do something very simulation, uh, you can do that if you want to be super nuts. They have iRacing on uh, the PC. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's leagues and above, uh, like Forza um, and Project Cars and stuff like that. It's on a whole nother level. So that's the one thing that I, I really enjoy about the franchise. Well, not the one thing, but one of the things I really enjoy about the franchise or the, sort of the genre is just that diversity. Yeah, which is out there. Which I, is bizarre because at the end of the day, it's all about just who can go fastest in a car. Exactly. Like the fact that there's so many different subgenres is. It's like it's like if, if it's not Mario Kart, then like the most of the mainstream audience just doesn't want to be bothered by it. Well, there's no there's no I think relating point. There's no story. There's no narrative, and that's the challenge in this genre. Is I mean, I well, got career modes. Because Test Drive did a really good job of weaving like narrative into like actual sort of like racing mm-hmm. simulation. 
But at the end, it, all, it just all comes down to how are you going to stand out in a genre? Right. Where in the end of the day, all you're doing is racing. Mm-hmm. Right? No, it's true. Yeah. If you're not like, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Now that all those trick combos and everything like that have kind yeah. of become too complicated to be accessible for people Do a barrel coming roll. in. Yeah. <laughs> Do a barrel roll. That was pretty much all of them. Yeah. Oh, what was that game where it was constantly that? Like constantly playing um, tricks? I think it was uh, Burnout. Was Burnout. It? Yeah. Okay. Because Bur- I know Which Burnout. I love. Oh my god. Because I like racing games. Burnout Two was amazing. Uh, yeah. Whoops. I'm gonna try to find like a little. Can't move this. Um, yeah. Burnout it was started off as a uh, as a racing game and shifted focus towards like just crashing your car and then doing tricks and it was the most fun you could have. Yeah. All right. So I'm getting the uh, I'm getting the signal. We got to move on to multiplayer the thing that you know every game feels it needs to force its way into um some of the nominees are as we have them dying light warhammer i'm guess they're saying talking of vermintide yeah mm-hmm. i thought so uh rock band 4 and splatoon can i just say before we start off i'm surprised destiny did not make the list yeah, yeah. Well, that's like the well, multiplayer game of this year that's that's the multiplayer game of this but year i agree i Okay, I think it didn't make the list because... You have no soul. That's neither here nor there. I think because it's it wasn't an official release. Like, ah. Destiny came out and was a thing, and now it's just like an, a piece of DLC. And how do you put a piece of DLC on a sort of game of the year list? Mm. I think the Destiny community would argue that, but then outside of that community, I could understand that. Yeah, right? Because you know, well, no I see one, where you're no, coming from, but I mean, it still had like a straight up vanilla full release before yeah, it became like every other. Yeah, it did, but that was like two years ago, and that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about that's this year. That's a good year. point too. Yeah, that's I. It wasn't this year. Well, uh, was it Destiny Vanilla came out uh, two or three years no. ago? Wasn't it last year? Wasn't it? 2000? Was it last year? It was 2019. So, yeah, oh it was wow! Wow! <laughs> Time is moving. I mean, I will say slow. Splatoon. Once you started, you know, moving, it was fun to play with other people. But matchmaking was sometimes a real problem. Really? And it, yeah, I, nev- I was farting like, around, waiting, waiting for that connection. Okay. It was a time of day I was playing. Maybe that's why. But here's my counterpoint to that: the uh, Squid Jump game. Because anytime for I've never I never had that problem, and I don't have like great internet at home. You know, mm-hmm. and I was we were just talking about to say it took nine hours to download Final Fantasy VII the like remastering on my PlayStation 4 that was a freaking PlayStation 1 game it took nine hours that's kind of long but I have never had a problem getting into a game in Splatoon any time it's taken me to get into a game you like don't even notice because you're sitting there playing a little right. game they gave you a game to play that occupies your time and it's like sort of like it's challenging and addicting enough like in the in the sort of mobile sphere of games mm-hmm. that you don't even notice it and then before you know it you're back, you're all right back into a game no, are they still rotating only like two maps and they still week? do that every, no it's every every 4 hours they four rotate hours? Game, uh, maps but now like from when it's when it launched and it had maybe like four maps now they're up way up to like 12 or 13 maps to play on and they're like big robust very different from each other maps like each map gets way more like uh, in depth and way more like just mixing up different little elements to it. like the, the last one they uh, they threw in has like um, water in it and like the, the inklings can't touch water so like for the first minute and a half of the game like half of the map is submerged in water and then the final like minute minute you have to like cover as much ground as you can because the whole map is changed now. But aren't they like half squids? They are, and yeah, it's weird that they can't go into water. Well, it bugs they me dilute. too. 
That's yeah. Why they can't go okay. Water, they they're they're like out. paint squids. Okay, yeah. so we have to nail this down though. So they're not squids. They're just they're inklings. They're they're paints. They are things. You're you're talking about Nintendo that thinks you know non-gendered mushroom people is normal. Don't think yeah. too hard about it. In in the lore of the game, this is like a <laughs> post-apocalyptic thing. That's it's like millions of years after humanity's been wiped out, and yeah. hu- the people have now evolved from squids. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you, oh, when you play the cute. when you play the main game and unlock yeah. those secret scrolls, it tells you all the lore of the game. But it's I awesome. Mean, so they're squids. They're, they're not they're, people. They're, they're squid ink people. They can. They're a squid now and a kid now. But Moving on. Very, oh, very, 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 very enjoyable shooter multiplayer. Oh my god! Yes. I'll give it that. I mm-hmm. normally hate shooter multiplayer because people mm-hmm. are assholes. But Splatoon. I don't know if it's because it looks different or it doesn't have that you know paramilitary thing. Really enjoyable gameplay. Once I was in the game. Well, that's that's the thing. This is why I like it and think it's so like unique in its delivery of the multiplayer system is because it doesn't focus on killing because that's every multiplayer shooter that you play is go out there and kill as many people as you can. Now killing is is a part of the game and you can use it, but the emphasis is now cover more ground than your opponent. So you have to outthink your opponent as well as try to be aggressive. And as well as try to, like, attack the players, get them thinned out a little bit. So, you know, because killing people only, only reduces, like, their, like, wait time by, like, three seconds. So, mm-hmm. like, they get right back into the game. Mm. But, like, you know, giving you that small advantage, that small push forward, it's more about, like, um, you know, just actually being a, a good tactician. And I think the fact that you can't talk to people on the game, too does add a little bit because now you have to sort of like coordinate think a little bit better see how people are 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 acting on the map itself and i mean realistically it was a it was a good call by nintendo Mm because there have been so many times when i've gotten killed and just been like you mother effer and i'm wait a minute no these little kids don't need to hear me swearing up a storm they don't need to but the the number of like multiplayer experiences that the immersion has been ruined by just by hearing getting cussed out Year old kids? It's not even 12 year old kids. It's like it happened to me in WoW. It happened to me in God of hey, War. You it's like, I'm gonna get we're you. fighting a big Cyclops, and you get into the lobby, and it's like, so you want to go 7 Eleven? I can go 7 Eleven. <laughs> yeah, I can get some chicken. Yeah, I am no longer a oh, Spartan yeah. warrior. I'm listening to these two. Yeah, suddenly reality found its way in. You want to get some chicken? Like, what part of Arkansas hey guys, is do you know what to do? I don't know what to do here. Does anyone know what to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Leroy that's Jenkins amazing. Jenkins is my hero. Oh yeah. <laughs> just got me this game. Yeah. <laughs> What's he been do? Frame me on Xbox Live. Now I never, I didn't get to play. I feel like our two characters would be like friends. On <laughs> yeah, they would. Oh my God. But my character would always pick on your character. <laughs> my character doesn't know any better. Shut up. No, because yeah, then he tells us like he's gonna like you know <laughs> molest his family and, say, and stuff. Hey Spike, Spike. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up, Mimsy. Um, yeah, no, I didn't get a chance to play uh, Vermintide. I wanted to because people oh, were saying... Oh, it looks awesome. I haven't, uh, I haven't gotten a chance either. Yeah. But... Our, uh, our other editor, Jake, uh, he couldn't stop talking about it. It's basically, it's Left for Dead with giant rat people. Mm-hmm. And that just sounds like a ton of fun. And apparently it's way harder than Left 4 Dead too. Like it's like the enemy types, the AI, like they, they because they're not just like brainless zombies, like they actually like actively outthink you so you really got to be on the ball to play it so wait so this is a warhammer game where you play it's like a first person melee shooter because it's more like emphasis on swords and rather than guns and it's like it's the same style Mm. as left for dead it's wave based get to the end of the level without dying losing your whole team because they tried that a couple years ago with uh mark strong as the lead character mark strong who played uh 
Sinestro in the um, in the Green Lantern uh, films. He was the main character in that, um, no. and it seemed like a cool idea. But it was one of those things that I don't think that it was meant for a major market. And I think they're pushing a major market game with that. Mm-hmm. It came out at a crummy time, too, because everyone was just so deluged. I'd intended to play mm-hmm. it, and it just got lost in the wave. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was too bad, because I've heard incredible things, and I will play it. I, yeah, hopefully I will play it eventually. I just need to find, like, I wanted to find one dedicated person to play it with. Mm-hmm. And, no, I mean, Quinn, you want to play it with me? Sure. Sweet. Done. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Glad we could fix that. And I mean, I didn't get I didn't get a chance to play Rock Band, so but I uh, imagine that oh the multiplayer man. was fun. I um, really wanted to love this game. I mean, What's I wrong I with it? I really oh, wanted I to love. I still so, making them. You know what? And all the all the things that they promised for this one. I mean, that the idea of the solo mode it was something that was so sorely needed since the beginning. I mean, there should have been a solo mode for the voice right from the get go, and the fact that they brought it in here was fantastic. I mean, I always it always bothered me that if I'm singing along to something. Why can't I actually sing to it instead of just humming? Couldn't you do that in the second? first one? Couldn't you just no, do a solo there, there vocal no, career? You can hum the whole thing and it, just hit the right note. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's what bothered yeah. me. I want, I want a karaoke experience. That's yeah. what this game is. It's a party game. I hear you. And the solo mode for that, it was just, it, it, it didn't deliver the way they promised it. I mean, like, I can carry a tune. I know I can hit yeah. sing in key, but it still was registering like it was. And, All and over the place? Are you playing on expert mode? Uh, I, I played, I tried all the modes to do it. To okay. see maybe if it was just, uh, it's, it's looking. Cause I remember from the but first it, one, like it was more yeah. generous with its like range. If you were on like normal or like easy mode, like once you moved up to expert, like you had to you be had like, to be precise. like that. You'd only be a quarter yeah. note off. Yeah. yeah. Like you no, were but this one, they promised crazy. as long as you were within the key, it would work. And so it was okay for the voice. I mean, it's still, it delivered, but not the way they promised it. Um, in the guitar one. Okay. So they had this really cool thing where, you could learn different licks to play with as mm-hmm. part of the like it would it would give you ideas on what you could do during the the solo yeah mode like course. the three solo modes so you would hear and and then learn how to play that but the learning curve was a little bit difficult for somebody that just honestly just wants to get together with a bunch of friends uh, and play at least um, <laughs> yeah. what does this have to do with the multiplayer that is oh that is the whole thing okay the whole game is multiplayer the whole game is it's a couch co-op Oh, okay. Player, you play an event, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I've, but I mean, like, the first one had a solo player experience. There was there was still solo mode. Okay. It was, okay, it was so it's just... Same deal, but so the, it's just the you, you. I so mean, basically, you couldn't sing, and you're blaming the game for your problems with the solo, with the multiplayer. Oh, I'm, I'm blaming the game entirely. <laughs> entirely. But the problem, yeah, the problem... You couldn't get four friends together to play it. I understand. It played it played exactly the same as any other rock band. It didn't sell me why... Why do I need to buy Rock Band well, see, 4 that, as opposed to Rock Band 1, Rock Band 2? It, it was... It played perfectly I guess, yeah. fine multiplayer-wise. It's a it's a next thing on the next console. And it now it wasn't is exciting. is the network for getting your songs the same as the original, or is it a whole new network? Because that's the only thing I would say. If it's if it's a new network, but it's still you can like access your old songs that you downloaded, they then that's the only reason to get it. Part and part, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Uh, we were playing it on a PS4. They had it on Xbox, so you were kind of screwed if it was. Yeah, you're not going to get. You're not going to yeah. get it. Um, I understand that some of the songs I now I personally didn't have my library on there, so some of the songs that were DLC you could still carry over, and that was a good thing. Um, yeah, because I had a ton. I had like Tenacious D, I yeah. had Gorillas, like I had so much I wanted to make. Stephen and the Colberts. You know, you know. Yeah, you know yeah it's, it's getting that frustrating that that fact that you have to stay you and, and I, yeah, you have to stay yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess I guess I understand why from the console maker's perspective they they want to hook you, but. From the game makers, you know, these third-party game makers, 
do something to allow us to transfer our experience because Even sometimes you, you get it as yeah. sometimes you, know, you get it as a we gift. live in a digital yeah. age right like most stuff goes to the cloud or yeah. like the quote unquote you know it, it shouldn't be this complicated to like but that's that's a businessman sort of thing because most of the issues with those um uh, transferring of files comes down to uh, uh, business agreements. But comes I mean, down I mean to licensing it's agreements. true. I know everyone craps on UPlay, but Ubisoft solved that problem with UPlay. You know, my my stuff I do in Anno moves over to Assassin's Creed, moves over to to Far Cry. So they uh, people don't like that second sign in, but it solves the problem. Yeah, I mean, my problem with UPlay is that it's basically just DRM. So. Well, no, it's it's a reward system, but it does do that. Hey, if I'm if I've done half my things on a PS3, half my things on a PS4, <clears> and this went over 100 percent now, but you know something else on PC, I it's all tied together. I don't have one Ubisoft experience on PS4 and a completely different one on PC, and I like that element about it, even though I know there's a side of DRM. I mean. Wow, again, there's DRM running constantly on that thing and nobody complained about it. So mm. I find the, the DRM screaming exceptionally hypocritical. Everything has some form of DRM. It's mm -hmm. just, it depends on what it is. Yeah, you know? that's true. I guess that's What's fair. What's DRM on this podcast? Um, the Canadian exchange rate? All right, sure. Our words are <laughs> worth 25% yeah. less. People don't understand a Canadian accent. Eh? I was going to say Quinn's voice. That's just keeping everyone from stealing it. So. <laughs> All right, so moving on to, and Quinn, I know you're excited for this one. Yes, the, this is my category. Yep, yep. The nominees for our best RPG. So I'm going to list them for you guys, okay? We got Wasteland 2. We got Bloodborne. We got Fallout 4. We got Divinity, Original Sin, and we got Witcher 3. Yeah, this is the one category where I've actually played most of the games. Which so. one of those games was actually an RPG, though? Um, I would say, for the most part, Bloodborne. And I think Divinity... How is that an RPG? Uh, it's, How is that not an action game? It's, uh, it is an ARPG. Dude. And this is where you get into those stupid little like split subgenres. But like, what is the role-playing? Uh, you build a character, yeah. you can... You can you, do that in an action game. What's the role playing? I would say it's the stat management, the uh, difficulty, the grinding element to it, the sort of like the so way that the game. Accountants so or all the things that people hate about RPGs make Bloodborne an RPG. Yeah, because that's what's great about it. And it's on a game of the year list. Well, awesome. I mean, that's the thing. It's like how how deep into like do you guys want to go by the like very technical? You have yeah, to be role playing. Yeah, what would you define playing? an RPG as then? Something like, what makes an RPG can, to you? Something that you can actually role play. Well, it's then I would say I would say Bloodborne does fit that role because you make a a baseless character. Like you build your you, character. You, you, you give nothing. You talk to a doll and you inch up stats that do. Yeah, but there's can beat the game and not level up. See, once. that's that's the problem. You're missing so much of the game because. The game itself, like its lore, is wrapped up in such the a lore mystery. The lore is a bunch of people going, "Who is the outsider?" Oh my god! She doesn't. She doesn't get it, Quinn. It's cool. She doesn't get the it. The whole thing about Bloodborne is it gives as much as you want to put into it. If you're the type of gamer that likes everything spelled out for you via cutscenes and crappy voice acting, I am. This is clearly not the. <laughs> this is clearly not the game for you. Okay. If you want to spend time piecing together mysterious Why lore that's not shoved outsider? down your throat. Yeah, well, like, challenge I, combat and stat building mm -hmm. and a variety of different things you can do with your character. Bloodborne is for people that like to spend time with games and figure it out. 
not have like a Final Fantasy where you sit back, hit a button, and then animated characters talk for 10 minutes. Okay, but Final Fantasy, at least I understand, there's a character and you role play and you create. But that's, sort see, of you don't that, that's where you're wrong you because you're not. Final Fantasy. Yeah. You you're being, you're following another character's story. Well, it depends on the Final Fantasy game you're talking okay, about. Okay, the, the first, uh, what, one and two, not even, because two had a story. The only one, the first Final Fantasy that didn't actually give you characters. Two had a story to follow. Three had a story to follow. Four, five, six, seven, but eight, up had, to 13. You had, had parties had, that you could pick. And yeah, but they all they were all you're characters. You're choosing between pre-recorded characters and cutscenes. There's no role playing in that at all. Okay. You're not creating I'm a character. I'm not defending Final Fantasy as a game. I think the 15-minute cutscenes are boring. I am simply saying that you can customize your experience in Bloodborne. It's what weapon are we going to hit this monster with? Well, no, because your your stats, what weapon you choose to use, the, is all influenced. Is are, you, are you role playing as the weapons? Oh my God! No, they're not. Have you even played the game? Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> See, Give me a break. I will, I will credit that I understand where you're coming from on the fact that there is very little character roleplay. So but how do you roleplay when there's no character? Well, it's, I understand what you're saying. It's that development and discovering how much of the story, right? That you're going to evolve for yourself. And that, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm not I mean, saying Bloodborne's a bad game. I'm saying me. I'm surprised it's in the role-playing category because I would back it as an action, a melee action game, 100%. But what about I would, I boss would. fight, boss fight, boss fight, boss fight, get knocked off a tower, boss fight, boss fight, get knocked off a tower, get knocked off a roof is an RPG. Well, like, 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 uh... Are you role-playing as the tower? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, the that's tower. The, that's the secret. That's the whole hidden, that's the hidden ending. Anything. Um, yeah. no, I see, I would argue, um, like, much like Quinn does, that the story itself isn't laid out for you. There is so much in the way of it's, what's going on in lore that you have to, like, really piece together the mystery. Like, there's... There's tons of lore. There's tons of world building. There's and, tons of mood and tone. But story? that's... That, no, because that's what lent... That's the whole story in a nutshell. It's the fact that this this whole thing, the hunt, the old gods, all this stuff, it's such... It's so wrapped in this madness and the mystery that, the you'll, that you won't... The story demonic abortion. But that's you don't... What it but is. there's so much more to it See, than I that. See, I did play the game... <laughs> <laughs> There's, Why there, are you here, outsider? There really is so much more to it than that, and I feel like it does serve as more of a role as a character, as being thrown into this mad world full of monsters, where you don't know if you're just as bad as the monsters you're fighting. It gives the player the chance to dive in and create their own story more than like The Witcher Three, where you are playing as Geralt, who has a very clear, defined story that you're not a part of. You're just following along on his story. You're just a, a rider on his own, like his journey. I agreed with you up until three, Witcher One and Two. I never played I Witcher were One and Two. Not good as RPGs. Three, monumentally better as an RPG. Than The Witcher See, 2. I, I significantly disagree, and because it's the, the whole character building element of it is so restrictive. Oh, I agree with you as well. I, I think that it has some real failings as an RPG, and this is the thing I have about this category. Because action RPGs have so dominated the RPG space, we don't really know what an RPG is anymore. I highly recommend everybody try Undertale. Oh, my just God. Just because they're, it's very cute and it's very silly, it's and I know. Best. But... You actually do, like, how do I want to approach this problem? Do I want to be this person's friend? 
do I want to go full genocide? Mm -hmm. Do I want to be pure pacifist? And by the and same token, I feel like, you know, in, in the elements that Bloodborne offers, it's the same thing. It's how you choose to build your character, what weapons lend themselves best to your build, but that's what... Gaming. That's I don't gaming. I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying even though I'm clearly a big big fan of the game. Oh, there isn't you. a whole lot of role playing in Bloodborne. I am an RPG person like to a lot of the other mm -hmm. games. It's definitely a lot more of an action stat yeah. game than like a role playing game where you know you pick various options for dialogue, you can approach a situation different ways like in Wasteland or Divinity. Mm -hmm. I think it's doing it a disservice to be in this category because it does have some great melee action gameplay. And that is hard. Melee action gameplay is mm -hmm. hard to be challenging. It's hard to not god mode it by the end. And it, it does Gordon. some things well. But, you know, I'd have the same criticism of Fallout 4. There isn't... Oh, Fallout 4 is not an RPG. Yeah, it is a, a shooter with RPG elements. Yeah. And it's predominantly yeah. a solitary experience with someone crabbing at you for picking up junk. Yeah. It, you know, you get so oh, sick no, man. of, gotta... oh, why are you picking that up? Like, bring the dog back, please. He didn't no, dude, dude, Piper, man. She's the real girl to get yeah. with. Uh, Did any of you guys play Divinity or Wasteland? No, I didn't get a chance to, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Well, because my PS4 was broken for like 100,000 months. I spent no. most of the year just playing CRPGs. Okay. So well, when you were saying like the... RPG genre is now dominated by action RPGs. Maybe on console, but on yeah. PC there's like or Mac or whatever. There's a million like like I played through uh, the Shadowrun series. Like there's all sorts of kick-ass actual RPGs with character building and decision making and so on and so forth yeah, that are coming, on this list. They're coming Remember? back on the indie side for sure, and and that's nice because it would like I would like to actually be able to go. I'm a warrior, or I'm mm -hmm. a mage, or I'm a thief, and, and solve problems. I mean, the, the, the episodic King's Quest game gave you more role-playing mm -hmm. than some of the games on this list. <laughs> and, and I mean, as a tabletop girl, the role-playing has to be in role-playing. I don't believe there's an action role-playing game. I mean, The Witcher 3 came closest just because it's the first Witcher game where some woman told Geralt no, at some point, the addition of Yennefer was absolutely fabulous. She was an amazing character. And I, I had this moment where, you know, as an asshole with lice in my beard, I'm sitting here going, she's a really dynamic woman. She's a beard? sexy as hell. They actually talk. It, it grows. I, oh, no, I shave it every, every, every chance I get. Because he looks they said disgusting. he has lice in it. I'm like, oh, my God, get it off. Get it off. Any chance possible. It was gross, but... You don't have lice in your beard. You're not a real man. There you go. <laughs> now we're role playing. Quinn speaking from experience. Now we're role. But I mean, when you got in and, and some of those very challenging storylines that the internet freaked out over, I thought was the best part of the game because do you choose the drunken asshole who beats his wife? Or do no. you choose the wife who cheated on him and ran away with their daughter? The it's wife who very, cheated on him because it was the right thing to do. That's what I picked as well, but it was not an easy choice. That's role-playing, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I agree with you, definitely. All right. Is it really? No, this is going to be an extra long podcast. All right, so that moving took... To that, yeah, we're going to move on to indie. We're going to try and speed this up a little yeah. bit because we're, uh, we're pushing our time limits. Yeah, hey Jordan, I'm gonna tell you right now, if you up. haven't played if you haven't played Axiom Verge, go get it. Because I know you love Metroid and it's the best Metroid okay. in Really? 
Okay. Well, right. oh, cool. we we need to we need to take a quick break because we've reached our our halfway point. So be sure to check us out next week for the final wrap up and the winners. So for more of our work, you can check us out at cgmagonline.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine. We're also on Google+, google.com slash plus cgmagonline. And you can check us out on Twitter, at cgmagonline. Until next week, so long. <laughs>